0: Before I get to my next guest, Bob Grissett, I want to remind you about a couple of our sponsors, starting with our friends over at Adele Golf. Is your driver adjustable? Of course it is. How about your irons? Didn't think so. Adele's new SMS irons give you adjustability in an iron to match your swing. These new irons come with three weights lined up across the back of the club. By moving the heavyweight to the heel, center, or toe location, you can match the club to your swing instead of vice versa. The result? Total control of the club face for more distance and accuracy. Your irons can't do this. Check them out online by going to adelgolf.com. I also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Squares Golf. Are you like me, always considering new golf equipment? Maybe a new driver? Well, let me reset your thinking, because I discovered Squares Golf Shoes. The patented Squares Toe provides Balance, stability, and a wider base for increased connection to the ground, effectively increasing your swing speed by 2.2 miles per hour, and an average of 9 yards of distance. Independent testing proves it. That's right. It's proven in science. Go to Squares.com, get the Squares 30-day money-back guarantee, and use promo code DISTANCE to get $20 off. Remember, distance comes from swing speed, and swing speed comes from your connection to the ground, squares, the distance golf shoe. Okay, now back in Next on the Tee with me is not only one of the top instructors in the game, but a guy whose support over the last few years has meant the world to me, and that's Bob Grissett. Let me remind you about Bob's background. He played his college golf at the University of Miami. He's been annually named by Golf Digest as one of the top instructors in the state of Florida. He is the former director of instruction at the club at Morningside in Rancho Mirage, California. He's written a couple of great books, 10 Lessons, The True Fundamentals of the Golf Swing, and 10 Keys, Basic Elements of the Golf Swing. And I'm very honored to have him back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Bob, thanks for coming back on the show.
1: Hey, Chris, how are you doing? I'm uh, I'm almost in tears with all the tremendous compliments that uh Mr. Patrick played me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and well deserved by the way, so I'm glad you heard all well, of those
1: back at him. I love that guy uh he's just uh, uh one of the one of the highlights of my life was um you know getting introduced to him and 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 becoming a friend and uh same with you chris you do a you do an incredible job a great interviews great show and i'm I'm happy to go in there and and try to vote four times the same day <laughs> <laughs> I
0: appreciate you. Bob. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. You're awesome. So, Bob, it's, it's, it's been a little bit, almost exactly a year since the last time I got to have you on the show. Catch us up. What's been going on with you? Same thing.
1: Just, uh, you know, doing my, my thing. Uh, I teach in uh, Boca Raton, um, and, um, do a lot of, a lot of online lessons to uh, clients, uh, all over the world. Um, had like four or five of those today. The last one I did happen to be the Titleist Rep in, uh, in Canada. Um, so it's, 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 it's always busy, uh, keeping up with the, uh, Instagram. Um, I, I'm just amazed how my account has been growing. Um, I, I look at it every day and it's growing a hundred to 200 to 300 people a day. It's crazy.
0: Wow. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's almost it's almost at four thousand, and I haven't paid for any of them. You know, they have they have these these things there where you can uh, pay somebody for uh, followers, and I've shied away from that. But uh, yeah, it's been crazy. So just it's good to be busy,
0: Bob. You've probably broken down more golf swings than anybody in the history of video breakdown. When you look at The great ball strikers of all time. First of all, who are the great ball strikers of all time in your mind? And what similarities have you found that made them so?
1: Well, if I had to rank them as the top five ball strikers of all time, I'd I'd certainly put Mr. Hogan first. And then I'd put my old friend, Mr. Mo Norman, second. Um, uh, Lee Trevino is right in there. Uh, Tiger Woods is in there. And Sam State. That's who I would rank as the as the greatest ball strikers in the history of the game. I would rank Hogan and Tiger as probably the greatest two iron players that ever played. And in in you know dedication, desire, de- discipline, determination, the the work ethic that all those guys had, um, you know, is 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 really beyond belief. Uh, I had a phone conversation uh, many many moons ago with Mister Hogan. And, um, basically he told me if you have enough desire, dedication, discipline and determination, you'll find what you're seeking. I was trying to, I was trying to persuade him to work with me, but he was not going to have any of that. Uh, but it was, it was enjoyable to even talk with him on the phone. Um, look at Tiger. I mean, look at what this guy's been through in terms of his, uh, um, knee injuries, his back injuries. Um, coming back to win the masters in 2019 uh on the day he had that accident and I've gone around that curve many times I used to live in LA um, a good friend of mine who's a doctor in Orlando told me that a friend of his who was a doctor at a hospital um they they were going the leg was hanging on by a tendon they were going to wow. uh, probably have to amputate it how they saved it is beyond me the fact that he would ever play golf again uh that was no chance in my opinion the fact that he would ever play tournament golf again no chance in my opinion and yet here we are um i was uh watching uh, earlier today the jp mcmanus pro am in uh, ireland and um probably the largest crowds ever for a pro am they had they had between 40 and 50,000 people and it was it was 10 to 15 deep watching tiger it was amazing Amazing to watch. Now that would be my rankings in terms of, uh, ball strikers. Uh, ball strikers, you know, it's interesting. It's just, it's just like great swings. Great swings don't always equate to great players. Um, you know, a, a, a friend of mine, um, uh, Grant Waite, um, one of the greatest swings in the history of golf, um, probably had a fairly mediocre, well, definitely a mediocre poor career. Wasn't a very, very good putter. Um, And there's been a lot of guys like that through the, through through the, uh, years. Tom made some interesting comments about, um, you know, playing and playing in competition and and how much mental it is. And, uh, it takes a, it takes a, a special breed of calf. You look at Scheffler and, you know, everybody was talking about how great this guy could become and couldn't win, couldn't win. And then he wins and then he, and then he went nuts. You know he won there. I think four times in like six weeks, um, and continues to play great. And people don't realize how hard it is to win on the tour today, and how deep the talent pool is. I mean, it's unbelievable.
0: Bob, I want to go back for a second to the phone call with Mister Hogan. I tell the story all the time about the first time I had the opportunity to interview Gary Player, and I'd got I'd gotten a phone number uh to reach out to him, and we were going to record the uh, segment. And uh leading up to it, I was afraid that I dialed the number and he wouldn't answer. And then when I dialed the number and the phone started to ring, I became more nervous that he actually would answer. And he was fantastic, and he's been a wonderful guest on the show for many years, and I can't thank him enough for how gracious he has been with his time. But when you're dialing the phone to talk to Ben Hogan, What's that like?
1: So, um, I was young, playing fresh out of college, had spent, uh, four years with Toski at Ocean Reef, had worked with Jack Grout, um, uh, and, and a number of Wild Bill Melhorn, uh, O'Neill, Buck White, uh, some of the names people don't know, but some of the, some of the great legends and names and ball strikers in the history of golf, always trying to, Get my craft better. And I, I had it, I got into my mind, I wanted to work with Hogan. So I, uh, and I know he didn't work with anybody, but uh, I sent him a letter, uh, and I got a lot, I got a signed letter back, but which I'm sure was signed by his secretary saying that, uh, I sent it to the factory, to the Hogan factory. And he was saying, you know, he doesn't come in at all. Uh, and then I, I knew that he, that he played gin almost every day at Shady Oaks Country Club. One morning I pick up the phone and I call Shady Oaks Country Club. And I said, I'd like to speak to Mr. Ben Hogan. And the lady said, well, he's not in right now. I had forgotten the time difference between uh, Miami, where I was living at the time and, and, um, uh, Fort Worth. So I said, well, I'd like to leave a message. Could you have him please call Bob Grissett back? And then I left my number. And at the time I was living at the country club, Miami in a condo and our, our, our phone was hooked into a switchboard, which if we had calls, there'd be a red light on the phone when you came out. So I went and played golf that day, didn't think much of it. And I got home, the red light was on. and I called the switchboard, and he says, a Mr. Ben Hagen name, um, <laughs> And he wants you to call him tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Um, So I did. I called uh, Shady Oaks at 10 a.m. Fort Worth time the next morning, and, and he came to the phone and uh, you know, I gave him a pre, a brief history and, uh, he said, he said, Bob, I can appreciate, uh, what you're looking for. If I gave lessons to everybody that asked for them, I'd be on the tee 24 hours a day. So I gave, made it a practice many years ago, not to give lessons to anyone, but if you have enough desire, dedication, discipline and determination, you'll find what you're seeking. And that was the end of the conversation. Wow. But it's <laughs> indelible in my mind. I mean, no doubt, it, it. I mean, it's uh, because he was obviously a hero to me, and, uh um, you know, but he, he, the four D's is where it's at, and that's why I have so much respect for Mister Woods.
0: So let's talk a little he, bit more about Tiger, and we've seen him struggle in the comeback uh, from the injury and all of that. Talk about the role that the right leg plays in our swing for right-handed players. Right? Do you think Tiger's going to be able to, as you said, you never thought he'd play again, and and if he, his leg was hanging on by a tendon, I could see why that would be your thought. But talk about the role of the right leg, and is he going to be able to kind of continue to play at a high level with what you've seen? Um
1: This could take a few minutes to answer. So, you know, first of all, in in, in golf swings in the history of the game, we have um uh, three pivots. And I don't I don't consider a a backswing a turn. A turn is a is a partial element of a pivot. There are three movements in the pivot. There's extending extension of the spine. There's side bending, uh, and then there's a rotation or turn. You can have a left post pivot. uh, Johnny Miller, Nancy Lopez, Bryson DeChambeau, pre long drive. You can have a center post pivot. That would be Hogan, Tiger, Snead, and most of most of the tour players. And then you can have a right post pivot. That would be, uh you know, Ballard guys, uh, uh Rocco. uh Ricky is a little into that right now or has been for a couple of years, and I think that's why he's struggling. Um, uh, but regardless of all that, um we, we get some confusion in golf in terms of the words weight shift and pressure shift. So we have, Tools to measure things now, which are pressure mats—they're not weight mats; they're pressure mats—and they're measuring ground reaction force. So all that means is they're measuring push into the ground. Like if you were to to take Usain Bolt and put pressure plates on the starting blocks for him to run, run the 100-yard dash, his entire body mass, which would be his weight, would be out over the track, but those those uh, pressure mats would be registering 100 as he's pushing into them to push off. So in a golf swing. Um, A left post pivoter or a center post pivoter is not moving any palm or any mass to the right, but they're both creating an early pressure shift. So at address, a typical tour player is going to probably be 55 to 65% pressure left. It doesn't mean weight. It's not going to look like their weight's on their left foot. It's just pressure into the left foot. And, you know, you'll see, you'll see like Gary Player as an example, when he started his backswing, he did that by kicking his right knee in. Well, that's, Shifting pressure to the left, and then he recoils back. So, so there's an early pressure shift. It goes from about from there to about 65 right, 35 left at P2, which is when the shaft's parallel to the ground. At P3, which is the left arm parallel to the ground, it gets to about 75, 25 right. At P4, and people will find this interesting, it gets at 50, 50. So four players are actually starting to shift pressure back to the left while they're still mid-back swing. So that at, you know, Hendrix Stenson would be a good example, although he's moving mass at the same time. But when he gets to the top of his back swing, he's dead centered. Uh, he doesn't, he he doesn't, his head isn't to the right. So Tiger in, in his scenario or case is going to have to be a little more left post now. Um because he doesn't have he can't and he's going to be a little more upper body oriented he can't push off his right leg maybe as as much as he can he still can create um downward forces which he does really well, meaning he 's loading into the ground on that first part of that downswing and then he can push up with his left side and his left leg which which isn't so great either right that's the that's the one that he broke uh broke his knee in. Um, so I watched in the last two days and in the last 12 years, I have never seen him drive the ball as well as he did the last two days. I think he only missed like one or two fairways. Unbelievable how he drove the ball. He didn't hit his irons as well as he could have. Uh, but I just, there's probably a a little bit of rust or jet lag, I would assume. He didn't chip as well. Uh, Of course, it's hard. Um. Uh, but, uh, so the Tiger's gonna have to be, you're gonna see a little more what I would call a left post swing, where you'll see him at the top of his back swing and he might be a little closer to his left side with his upper body. Uh, and you can play that way. I mean, as I said, just John, Johnny Miller played that way, one of the greatest, greatest ball strikers ever. Um, Nancy Lopez played that way. Uh, you know, that, that Colin, uh, Colin Montgomery, great player from England plays that way. So I think that's what you're going to see from Tiger, and you know, I, it just, it really is going to depend with Tiger if he can walk, if he's able to walk to holes, you know, eighteen holes four days in a row. I was, I would have guaranteed anyone that he would have never attempted to play the Masters. Too hilly, that was going to be tough. It was going to be tough on him when he has all those side hill and downhill and various flies. That puts a lot of stress and and you could see he wore down. And, you know, even Southern Hills to a certain degree, uh, is got is, is hilly. Um and he definitely wore down there. So I think he made a good decision not playing in the US Open and and we'll see. We'll see. I mean he loves this golf course. He's won the um uh, open there twice. Um I, I know there'd be nothing that he'd rather do uh, than, than win it. Uh in its 150th anniversary on that golf course. I almost think if he did win it, he'd retire. But, um, but uh, you know, that's sort of what we're going to see from him. And, you know, I think it's still going to take, you know, people, I read these things, they post, you know, oh, he's washed up, he's this or that hogwash. You know, uh, you know, people have to understand that 99.9% of the people that were in the same situation that he was in would have probably lost their leg, and would have never walked again. Not only did this guy walk again, he's playing golf again. Pretty amazing.
0: Bob, one more before I let you go. And when I look at golf swings from back in the day, a lot of players finished in a reverse C kind of form, where today most finish perpendicular to the ground with their lead leg and back, both being that straight up and down. Talk about the transition of the golf swing from so many players being in a reverse C to now being out on that lead leg.
1: Yeah, that was in my era. We had a lot of, we, we worked on a lot of leg drives, uh, creating a lot of leg action, lateral leg action, which, which would be waist shift in the lower body. But going back to the pressure mat, it's not creating a downward pressure into the mat. So you don't get the same forces to jump up, which is what you have to do to. Be able to really hit it far. Um, there still is some, uh, uh, some slight backward bend. You know, it might be 10 to 20 degrees, maybe even 25 degrees with certain players, but certainly not the, not the old Mike Reeds and, and Johnny Miller's where, you know, the back was in a complete reverse T. That's really tough on your, on your joints, tough on your knees, tough on your back, tough on your lower back. Now that I look back and knew that that's what, what I tried to do, uh, and I look at some pictures of that, uh, you know, my, my back gets sore looking at it. You know, <laughs> I just think we be, we've become smarter in, in, uh, in, in what we know about the golf swing and what we know about how to generate power and, um, how the body should move. Uh, I mean, what I've learned, um, you never stop learning, but you know, I, I, the stuff that I tried to do when I played is so antiquated in terms of what I teach now, or or, uh, or what's available for people to get out there now.
0: Bob, let our listeners know how can they stay up to date with all the great things you're doing. Following following you online and then over social media as well.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Bob Grissett, uh at Bob Grissett on Instagram is. Uh, is a great place to start. Uh, you know, I post a lot of great content. I think I've made over almost 8,700 posts there. Um, you know, and I'm continually posting swings or, or certain tips. Um, my website, uh, Bob Um, I'm on Facebook as well, both with Bob Grissett and Bob Grissett golf. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, but I, I think for golfers, the the best place is Instagram. Uh, it, is, it is without question, I would say, that virtually uh, 90% of my business comes from there.
0: Well, Bob, I can't thank you enough for taking time out your night to come back and be a part of this show. It's always a treat to get to spend some time with you. I hope I get the privilege of doing it again soon.
1: Anytime, Chris. You're the best. Uh, really enjoyed it. Hope I, I hope I didn't talk too much.
0: Absolutely not. That's why I have you on. I want you to talk more and me to talk less. So that's the best. And you're uh, the best. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for
1: celebrating. Have a great great day. uh, um, Are you a Pirates fan? (laughs) I am a Pirates fan. And we know you're a Steelers fan. Of course we do. All right. Well, go
0: Steelers. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Chris. (laughs) See you, Bob. That is the great Bob Grissett, folks. G R I S S E T T is the spelling of his last name. Highly recommend you go check out his Instagram page. The stuff that he has out there. So many great swing lessons, tips. You're going to get visuals of the greatest players of all time and what made them great. And bobgrissettgolf.com is his website. Go on there. Make sure you bookmark it and then if you're in the South Florida area, down in the, in the Boca, Miami, kind of that sort of southeastern part of the state, and you're looking to take your, your game to the next level this year, go see Bob. He's absolutely fantastic and a wonderful man. And I look forward to catching up with him again soon.